0: I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to Nationals this year! Sorry, is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Into favors. Free throw line jumper is no good. Gobert, offensive rebound, and packed it! On top of the box. That's payback for Jabari earlier. It is locked on Jazz for the first of July. Free agency is a pop. Timothy Mozgov's the big get. What? Jazz met with Jerry Dudley. And what does that all mean? Plus, we'll update teams that might have their landscape changing. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. Pow. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. You're tuned to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope all is well. A lot of fun things taking place in the NBA. We'll get to all of them today. A little short. Uh, I've got to do my usual run and go uh, get the daughter for a golf tournament. So... Uh, I can't. I can't go too long today. So uh, let's get to our pins across the world here as soon as we can, and uh, and then get you updated on everything that's going on. Kyle Thompson is our pin across the world today. I loved. I've been a jazz fan on and off since the early nineties. My grandma had tickets when I was a kid, and we'd go to several games a year with grandma. I remember getting so excited to see John Stockton. I loved his game. Always tried to be number twelve in junior jazz. That was probably not an easy one to get. I'm not zero. Uh, I don't think anyone will ever beat his assistant steals records. He was so freaking good. This is such a – this has got to be a pin in Utah. We've got – I wore 12 and freaking. Uh, i stopped being a fan after they retired until a few years ago when my wife took me to some games before we got – we were married. I got back in before Darren Williams' trade. It's been so exciting to see the rebuild. I'm bummed we didn't make the playoffs, but recognize the Jazz have a lot of things uh, not bounced their way. Hoping – Next year's a better year. Put a pin in Lehigh, Utah. Trade idea. Oh, this was in that era of things on the show. Uh, Let's see. What did he want to do? Um, He wanted to trade Gordon Hayward and the 12th pick and Alec Burks. Somehow we're getting James Harden. That's Kyle Thompson and that's Lehigh, Utah. All right. The tip-off story of the day, uh, the the local tip-off story of the day, is that the Jazz met with reportedly – met with Jared Dudley last night. I believe they may have uh, met with somebody else as well, have other meetings scheduled for today. So the Jazz are out and active and involved uh, in the free agent search, and the market is materializing in ways that actually are not crazy different than what we expected. I actually think uh, that we are. We're actually seeing kind of the market be very much – what we anticipated um, so far. So we talked about a little bit yesterday, uh, that Dudley and Luol Dang would be the first conversation pieces. With what's happened for the Jazz, with what's happened, my feeling is that Luol Dang and my feeling was yesterday, Luol Dang may be just too hard to sign. So if Durant and LeBron James were, all, were in likelihood to stay with their teams, uh, LeBron's going to. We'll see with Durant. Nicholas Patoum was next on that list. He just signed a five year $120 million deal. If Durant stays in Oklahoma City, then Chandler Parsons stays likely for a fairly significant size deal. Uh, Chandler Parsons is going to the uh, is talking with the Portland Trailblazers right now, He uh, was offered a four year max deal last night, according to reports. And Luol Deng's really the next one on the list. Um, that's, that makes it hard to believe that he's going to be anywhere other than a four-year, $80 million deal for Luol Deng. And I don't think the Jazz are playing that game. Uh, it just puts them in such a bind somewhere along the way. Uh, it, it's, you know, the fact is a four-year $80 million deal is not necessarily that bad in this marketplace. That's, you know, you have to, there's two aspects of things, and I talked about this a lot on our podcast last night. Uh, we did a locked-on event. Is one is, you know, a con, fine I got that the contract numbers are what they are. So tier four centers last year uh, were ten million dollars a year, which means they're about fourteen this year, and Mozgov came in at sixteen. All right, that's in the ballpark. The issue then is not whether this was a good or bad contract for Mozgov in the Lakers, it's whether or not he's a starting center. You know, whether those are good contracts. You still are gonna have two or three players getting the majority of your money and then you're filling out the next 10 spots of your roster with your final 20 30 million and so understanding that you've got to just look at what you're doing the jazz eventually are going to be there they're going to have Gordon maxed out they're gonna have Rudy Gobert maxed out they got to figure out who the third guy is getting their money and then if how they're fiddling fitting the other pieces in and around having a $20 million Luol Deng doesn't seem as likely. It might be why the Jazz met with Jared Dudley first yesterday. But Jared Dudley comes in probably in a little bit of a different structure. We have not had a power forward signed yet. Uh, there hasn't been Ryan Anderson, Dirk Nowitzki, Palgasol, Al Horford are the top guys. Al Horford will max. We'll see what Gasol and Anderson get. And then Dudley probably comes in shortly thereafter. The numbers just might end up being too much. That tier player last year we talked about was somewhere between 7 and 12. Call it 10. That's 14 this year. Now, if Dudley's a two-year 28, you probably do that. That probably matches us, all right? The minute you get to three-year 45 with Dudley, I don't know if you do it anymore. And so that's where... This is going to get a little tricky. If the Jazz don't get looking for another small forward, the next tier guys... Uh, Kent Bazemore, by the way, I was a tier three, is, is clearly a tier two guy from where the marketplace is talking about him. Uh, so I'll have to make that change. Uh, Joe Johnson comes up. Marvin Williams, 3-4. Jeff Green. Alan Krabs being heavily shot after. Jonas Jerebko, Mo Harkless. Uh, and then we get to Allen Anderson, Solomon Hill, some of those players. Uh, on the power forward, well, I have Dudley as listed as a power forward. He's kind of the Dwight Powell, uh, Derek Williams, Trevor Booker's back in the conversation piece. John Lors talked about at that point, Andrew Nicholson. Uh, so we'll see what happens with the Jazz. The effort is certainly there. They're out there. Uh, they went to go see players and meet with them uh, and we'll see what happens whether they can pull off a deal but the the landscape is actually not dramatically different uh the biggest the deals that are done are uh, Hassan Whiteside has taken a four year max deal with miami here's what's interesting this is a league moving away from bigs, right? So Hassan Whiteside just signed. It didn't finish all the games. Just signed a four-year max with Miami. Joe Kim Noah signed a four-year 72, I guess they're saying, in New York. Mozgov, a four-year $65 million deal. This actually, those center deals match the landscape of what center deals were last year uh, with the increase. You just have to decide whether you actually think either of those players is any good anymore. It's not, those aren't bad contracts. Only bad contracts if Nicholas Batum's, excuse me, if Joakim Noah is not a starting center and has just completely lost his defensive prowess, and if Timothy Mozgov is not a starting center. I'm a little surprised from the aspect that the Lakers had Roy Hibbert last year. You would think that they might have seen what happens to uh, centers without mobility. No power forwards have signed. The small forward, Nicholas Batum signed the Max and stayed at Charlotte five year, 120. That's $24 million a year. That actually is the biggest jump. Tier two small forward, that's a considerable, considerable jump. Last year, tier two small forward was 15 million. This is the one area where, uh, Batum, Parsons, and Barnes are getting maxed almost just because this is the first one where there's just money to be had. DeMar DeRozan, five-year, $139 million deal, and Jordan Clarkson, a four-year, $50 million deal for shooting guards. Uh... DeRozan obviously is interesting because of all the analytics and everything else about him and uh what he does, but he puts buckets up. Uh the tier three shooting guard last year was eight million. Jordan Clarkson comes in at twelve point five. That's pretty much online to where we are. We'll see. That next group is J.R. Smith, Jamal Crawford, Courtney Lee, Aaron Aflalo, Dion Waiters. Eric Gordon is being talked about strongly with the Knicks. Uh so that's and then point guards, I thought this was interesting from what happened last night. Uh, and this is I'm recording this at five at six oh five in the morning. Uh, point guards last night just in regards to the Trey Burke marketplace. DJ Augustine signed in Orlando, Detroit signed Ish Smith. You know, both those teams can could have had uh, Trey Burke probably for a second round pick. I, I, I can't imagine. Maybe we're holding out. Maybe uh, Maybe until you know we get something other than a second-round pick, we, are, we aren't moving Trey yet. But DJ Augustine signed with Orlando, and Ish Smith signed with Detroit. I actually think Trey could be better than both those guys. But that's not happening. Uh, the interesting things on the marketplace right now, I think, is to watch as much as teams – dramatically changing who they are. So the biggest story to me is the idea that Portland is going to sign Chandler, is offered Chandler Parsons to a four-year max deal. That's a bit surprising. Uh, So there, you know, and think about every one of these teams. Who are their three max players going to be? Uh, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, and Chandler Parsons makes me wonder a little bit. I wonder if C.J. McCollum eventually gets moved. He's small. He can really score it. He really is not a great defensive player next to Lillard, who's not a good defense player. Who they probably need something like a Wesley Matthews there. I wonder whether or not they eventually move C.J. McCollum one day. That's kind of the way I read the Chandler Parsons. I would assume that when they're maxing three guys, it's, which is whatever you know everyone's going to do, and then you fill out the rest of your roster, that it's a big Parsons and Lillard. And then that's pretty solid. I don't know who that big... Uh, would be. That might be next year's market where they add that final piece. The other one is Dallas. Chandler Parsons is really leaving, and they've really had a divorce. And Hassan Whiteside just decided to re sign in Miami. Their goal was Hassan Whiteside and Mike Conley, but that doesn't exist anymore. Now, maybe you can still go get Mike Conley, but it's not quite as powerful without a big man in the middle. You know, you wonder where Dallas is going. Memphis, if they lose Conley, is obviously a possibility of having their franchise rewritten uh, a little bit. So those are the kind of, that's where we stand right now. And where, and then I think the onslaught's going to come today. Uh Yesterday was slower than anybody anticipated. Talking to people around the league, I think they really believed that there was going to be a ton of moves and that they were going to happen actively, uh, and they were uh, – and and they didn't. There was uh, – Woj on the vertical almost implied he thought teams might have held out to make it look like they weren't completely – uh, with prearranged deals. So who knows? That's uh, that's where we stand. That is your Locked On Jazz Friday Primer. I may do one Saturday or Sunday just with everything that's going on. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks to all of you that are supporting all the rest of the Locked On Podcast Network. As well, if you'd like to email me uh, about advertising or be a part of the program, dlock09 at gmail.com. That's dlock09 at gmail.com. Have a good one. It is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.